this Survivor? Bro, are you listening to Survivor? Guys, I think this is Survivor. Dude, you must really like Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Survivor Buffs, Blindsides and Banter podcast. This is the podcast made by superfans with superfans for superfans. I'm your host, Buckles, and with me I've got my co-host, Mac. Mac, how you doing, mate? Buckles, my man. I'm doing real well. Uh, another good week of Survivor Solid episode. Uh, sort of not too new era-ish, just felt like a normal Survivor episode, which we can't complain about. Wasn't too many twists and turns in it. Um, yeah, good episode. Franny's gone home, Challenge Beast. Challenge Beast, she's gone home. We got we got the reward in this episode, which is nice. We don't get many of them these days, do we? Nah, they're pretty few and far between. You might get like, what, three a season at best sort of thing. So I don't mind the two challenges, especially when one of them is um, the players getting dizzy. Dizzy players equals fun in my books. And it's, it's always dizzy fun. Plus. I remember, I think it was season, what, 40? Well, it must have been Mary Ann, I think, was the one when she was dizzy in her season. It was just it was just a lot of fun and chaos. And Carolyn was very similar in this one. So more, more dizzy ah, players. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> More, more Disney players in the game would definitely increase enjoyment levels. Oh, definitely, definitely. And I take a little commando role by bloody Danny just jumping onto the net. Yeah, he loves his commando <laughs> Does this help him in any way? Uh, well, Danny seems to like to flip and, and do all this stuff anyway. Like, I think in the first episode or something, he's like, I'm Peter Pan rolling through the jungle. And, yeah, he, he likes to flip and show his athleticism. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if it's a good strategy to show off how athletic you are, but... You know, it's part of his job. He's a firefighter. I'm sure he does flips and tricks in, into all the burning buildings. And, yeah, that, that's oh, yeah, his totally. job. Yeah. yeah, that's his job. That's his job. Flips and tricks into buildings. That's that's, uh, that, that saves people's lives, mate. Well, if you're not going to look good doing it, what's the point? What's the point of doing it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and I am, you're right, I am loving sort of this jumping between the new era and then we're also getting, we've had quite a few sort of old school type episodes in this sort of uh, last few weeks. And don't get me wrong, I loved this week, but I can't tell you how excited I am for next week because it's time for Caroline to burn this motherfucker to the ground. Yeah, I I can't wait. Like, we saw a little bit in the previews about how pissed off she was, and I think it's finally going to crack. Like, the ticket three maybe is no more. Can can Yam Yam and, and Carson get her back on board, or is this it? I don't know, like, keeping her out of the vote, like, we come into this week with this, with the belief that Tika's reign is possibly going to be snuffed out. Like, we had Franny talking about it last week, we come in thinking, oh, like, maybe, maybe this is all going to end, maybe one of the three of them are going to get targeted, but we don't hear any of their names at all. Like, none at all this week. Like, Franny's completely off it. Like, it's completely different from possibly what I was thinking. I'm not sure if everyone else was thinking it. It's like, it's not even Soka versus Rotu this, uh, Ratu this week. It's more Soka versus Soka this episode, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I think last week, Franny was the only one to sort of out the Tiga 3, and then she wants to work with Carolyn, so she's not going to do that. But, like, there's eight people left. We heard four different plans. We saw Jamie, Danny, Franny, and Heidi. So, out of the four people who weren't named, the Tika three. It's, it's, it's crazy to me. These people in the middle, and everyone knows they're in the middle because they keep saying, oh, the Tikas are in the middle, but no one wants to flip in onto them. So, they're sort of like digging their own hole, Soka and Ratu. And, I mean, it serves them right, really. Like, it's it's poor gameplay letting the Tikas just dictate how this game's going to go. 
Uh, definitely, definitely. Like, our belief is that the Tiger 3 are aiming to get to the end together. Which is which in this new era is bloody awesome. Like that's oh, unseen. Not sure if they're going to do it after after what we just saw. Yeah, well, like we got the numbers now coming to Soka Ratu four and Tika three with an upset Caroline. Mm. Uh, do you think possibly Danny or Jamie could have been a better option this week or even Hyden? Well, the better option for who? That's that's the question. So you, I think you, when, when I thought about it, I think you've got to look at the people who actually voted Franny out because there's only five people that voted for Franny. So there's three people who didn't. Obviously, Franny didn't, Carolyn didn't, and Heidi didn't. So if we go through who, who it was good for, for Yam Yam and Carson, I think in their heads it was a good move because they saw Franny and Carolyn getting really close together, right? So I can justify why they made this move. Now, we see that Carolyn, it might backfire on them because she's really pissed off. And maybe they should have known that because when they did this in the pre-merge, she ended up going with Josh. So she's got a bit of a history of like getting upset, being left out of votes. Yeah. Um, yeah. For Danny, I also think this is a good move because Franny was literally his only challenge in the competitions. Um, every time there's a physical challenge, I looked, me and my wife were watching the episode and we're like, well, who's going to win? Well, it's going to be Franny or, or, or Danny. Like, or no Danny, one else, yeah. No one else is even near their level. So Danny could literally win every challenge from here on out. Like... I know we don't see this ever, but it's such an unathletic cast to the left that it would not surprise me. Yeah. Like, if if they were somehow able to keep Caroline on side, like Tika, I, I could see this as a great move for them. Because they keep Caroline on side, they don't ruffle any feathers, it's 4-3 next vote. If they can somehow get to that 3-3 with Caroline with an idol... Obviously, we know Heidi has one, but they don't, from what we know. Like, that's, that's, like, really good for them. That is the position they want to be, a 3-3, Ratu and Soka on one side, three Tika on the other, and an idol to boot. Mm. That could have been, like, their road to the end. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that would have been a great spot. But I just... I I think the move was, was... It probably was the right one. It's just unfortunate that the person they wanted out was the closest thing Carolyn had outside the Tika 3, which it may just splinter them enough to, to cause a bit of um, bit of a divide, a bit of chaos going forward. Especially Carolyn, because she's so emotional. Like, this is something we know, and I'm sure all the players know it. So there's one person you don't want to piss off. It's Carolyn. Like, it's anyone can sort of come back from this and maybe, you know, get over it and whatnot. But I don't know if Carolyn can. Yeah, I'm not sure either, but I just did want to fl- sort of float something to you, like... Franny seems to make these great one-on-one connections with people. Like, we had the whole pre-merge. She's into Matt. Like, Matt's her her person. She's into Matt. Matt goes home. She's into Caroline. Caroline is her person. They just get on so well. She it's it's a personal connection. It's not a game connection as well. Like, this is what you want. And I genuinely believe keeping Franny was the right idea. For even Carson and Yam Yam, because all of a sudden you go into the final seven, an unpissed off Caroline, a completely neutral Caroline, with her best friend Fanny, uh, Franny, mm. Carson and Yam Yam, that's four. That's a majority. Majority. That's actually a very good point. I hadn't thought about that. But yeah, if you if you can keep your three and then get one plus one. But I think that at the same time, you've got to think Carson and Yam Yam, they sort of very much have... So you say Franny is like good one-on-one, right? And that's really good to have and maybe have like these ride-or-die type things. 
But Carson and the NBM seem to have a little thing with everyone. So they're a bit more diversified amongst everyone rather than focus on, like, one person each. So I understand what you're saying in terms of, like, yeah, you get Carolyn and Franny. But I feel like Cam, um, Yam Yam and Carson, like, they sort of have their choice of anyone they want. They they do. So why don't you use this couple, get you through to the final four, uh, get you through um, past the final seven, mm. get to the final six, maybe even use Franny then, then get her out at five because they'd have the connection with whoever was left. Yeah. Where Caroline and Franny wouldn't. I can feel you there. I, I do. But at the same time, so they've also worked with Jamie and Lauren on this vote. So you, you're, you're sort of like solidifying that. Like we see at the start of the episode, uh, Carson goes to Jamie and tells him, oh, Kane told me about your idol, builds a little bit of trust with her, gives her some information, right? And then and then all of a sudden you vote with her and, and it's correct vote. Jamie all feels really good now. She's on the right side of a vote for the first time in, in, in a few votes. So you're building that now. Now she now he has Jamie. He might have Lauren as well. So so yeah, you're ditching maybe Carolyn and and Franny who you probably weren't with, and you might have picked up the Ratus. So there's 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 pros and cons. There's pros and cons for it. There, there are definitely pros and cons in sort of what you've just said there. It was Lauren who brought up Heidi's name at the end of the episode. Yes, this was an option that didn't go ahead. It went ahead for Franny and Caroline. Mm. But it was Lauren that brought up the name in front of Jamie. Carson could have done that and had his cake too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, yeah. I was... Keeping everyone on side. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess they don't know about Heidi's idol, but, yeah, would have gone gone, gone idol out as well. Yeah, exactly. Uh, maybe I know, they obviously don't know that, yeah. Is there the threat of the, the challenge beasting, like, we we never see this. Like everyone's always like, oh, they could actually run it right to the end. It never happens, right? Never. We know this. It never happens. But is it such a big threat out there? Is it, is the is the mindset to be so scared of these people that we have to get rid of them now? Is that is that is that part of it? Look, I think this new era is about scared people. This oh, is yeah. everyone's too scared to make a big move. That's that's literally what I'm calling this era. This is going. To, so we had the early twenties. That was the recruitment era. The forties is the scared era. Everyone's too scared to make a big move. Yeah. That's what we're calling it from now on. I'm sorry, mate. I've just decided. No, I like that. I okay? Like that. And I want I want to talk about Challenge Beasts. Yeah. I want to talk about Challenge Beast. So Carson was the 11th player in the final 11 and got to choose. He got the dilemma to choose between the two teams who he thought was going to win. He went with Franny. He automatically was immune. Franny's team. Then at the final 10... His match with Caroline, while sick, doesn't make it past the first round. Final nine, he sits out for Rice because he's too sick. At the final eight, immunity, one from one. He wins it. He is the <laughs> challenge beast. He is, he's batting 100, mate. He's batting 100 for individual immunities this it's season. It's a good yeah. who, who is the challenge beast? Has anyone thought this through? Franny's got nothing on that. Well... I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I think if there's no puzzle in this challenge, he doesn't win this. I mean, like, he's obviously. I'm not gonna say obviously, but surely he's printed this puzzle out. The way he just smashed through that, and we've seen this puzzle before, makes me believe that he's 3D printed this one as well. We've seen it earlier in the season, and he's just practiced this one, you know, and he, and, he, and he's just had the huge advantage. Um, what do you think on that? Do you think he has? Oh, yeah, I, I definitely like. Look, he got, he got there 
third from my memory. Yeah. So that's not too bad physically. Like obviously he's put the work in, yeah, and then he gets onto the he gets onto the puzzle. He gets a roll on. Whether he did this puzzle or not, I think he'd be good at this puzzle either way. Yeah. Whether he was doing this puzzle at home. So, but yeah, I'm just saying he's batting a hundred. Why isn't he like being mentioned? Why is Franny getting? She's won three out of five. <laughs> like well, I get, that's I get nowhere near a hundred percent. Sixty percent's not a hundred. It's a small sample size, and you can't really base stats off at one from one. It's not. It's not a. Uh, you know, that's not how stats work. You know, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, I, I wouldn't. Think so. <laughs> you're you're anyway. a If you if you scored a double ton in your first game and then retired, are you the greatest cricketer of all time? Probably not. I'll, I'll get the average for the year. <laughs> I'll win the batting award, but that's <laughs> just for one year. <laughs> Um, in this new era, I find it interesting. So, Franny wasn't in on the cane boat, but everyone lied to her. Every single person on that beach lied to her beforehand, before the cane boat. She had no idea. She was completely left out of the loop. In the past, when big players haven't been looped into a plan, a lot of the time they're aimed at for the sheer fact that they've been betrayed and they're unworkable. That wasn't used at all today. That wasn't an excuse to vote out Franny at all today, was it? It wasn't. I think. I think a lot of the the, the talk, the rhetoric was, "Oh, she's a challenge beast. She's she's a, she's not immune. Let's get her out." But I don't. I think there might have been a bigger thing to it. I don't think she's sort of with anyone. Like that's the thing. She wasn't in the cane vote, so maybe people don't see her as like a workable option or someone they even want to include in strategic decisions. Um, I listened to her exit interview um, yesterday and. She was saying that her and Danny, although that Danny played his idol on her to save her, they weren't that close. And after that happened, like they came back to camp, she's like, thanks. And then they sort of went on with it. They never really built anything off that. So maybe she wasn't, like you say, like she has these great relationships like with Matt and Carolyn. One-on-one, yeah. Yeah, but maybe she doesn't have like enough like fingers in all the pies, like like someone like a Carson does. So yeah. She, yeah, she mustn't just have anyone else, I guess. Yeah, no, interesting, like, because she caught this on the chin really, really well. Like, don't get me wrong, yeah, she sort of complained about it for a second. Like, everyone lied to me, but she sort of just went on with the game, just moved on, shifted, didn't even think about it again. We didn't hear it anywhere, like, later in the episode, her saying, oh, but I was left out of last vote. Yeah, I don't so, think it could be like that, but I really think, if you started doing that, people are like, well, like, I don't want to work with you at all then, if you're going to be complaining and stuff. Like, you need to just sort of move on. And try and get back on the same page with people. Um, yeah. I don't think dwelling on it is at all a good strategy, especially these days. Like everyone, everyone seems to be like everyone wants to have this fluid game where you can in and out of in and out of alliances or voting blocks or trust clusters, whatever you want to call them. And and I guess being left out of like one vote is become more acceptable. And you maybe you get looped in the next one. But I mean, this didn't happen for Franny, but it seems like it happens pretty often nowadays. Oh, definitely. And that's, that's literally the point I'm bringing up is back in the day, you get left out of a vote, you're on the bottom. Yeah. Whereas Franny didn't seem to be at all other than her challenge beast part. Like she just sort of integrated back into the group completely fine. There was even plans with her involved. If she yeah, wasn't yeah. a challenge beast, she would have survived through this. Yeah, I actually almost think like the best strategy is not to vote correctly all the time. Because if you if you keep getting it right and you're always on the right side of the numbers... Eventually, that's a reason. The numbers turn. Like the number, you, you sort of want to be on the bottom here and there because 
once you're on the bottom for like a boat or even two, like someone like a Jamie and a Lauren, right, they become instantly less threatening. And usually they get picked up by the, by a core of the majority who want to flip and that they'll pick up these numbers and take out the head of the majority. So it's never, it's, it's honestly, it's not that bad being on the bottom just for a vote or two. Yeah. No, definitely, especially these days, because it, you don't. There's not much yeah. of a reason to vote someone out. Yeah. Heidi was getting voted out. To, well, for there was a plan against Heidi today, or tonight, like where just because of how well she's sort of integrating herself in between plans without sort of jumping and being the head. Yeah, yeah, that's another. Yeah. Reason. I mean, there's so many different reasons to get someone out, and it, it's you know, like when any talking- reason. Yeah, like, it's such a hard game to play. And I think what they t- spoke about at Tribal Council, like, this whole meta thing of you want to play to be, like, a legend, but you don't want to be too good because you get targeted. And it really, like, got me thinking, like, what what is the best way to play this game anymore? Like, it's so difficult to win. and, and What's play, like, the reason game? to play this game? What's the reason to play this game? Because you can't be a legend. Jessies don't make it to the end. Ricards don't make it to the end. Shans don't make it to the end. You can be a legend, but you're not going to make it. Well, that, that's that's my question. Like, how do you play a great game and win and be like this massive great player? Like, is, are we ever going to see one ever again? Like, I like like someone like a Marianne, great character. Maybe her gameplay wasn't that great. Not a legend. No, like no. who was like the? I mean, Tony in Wizard at War was probably the last like legendary. Oh, player. obviously, yeah, yeah. That, Which that, and that, and you can't you can't compete with that. Uh, Wendell was a pretty. Legendary winner in my mind. Okay, Sarah Lucina. Again, yeah, yeah, like these are like good games, yeah, for sure. It's it's, but like, what is? How do how do you play a good game and win? Is it is it? Can you do it? Can you do it? Not in this new era. No. Unless you're the Tika three, and somehow you make it to the end, which I'm not actually seeing at the moment. Well, that's the thing. So the only one in this season, I would say, who's playing, if they win, a legendary game, which, I mean, it's it's a bit of a stretch, but I would say Carson's playing the best game. And if he can somehow yeah. win, is this like, is this the way to do it? Is it just having every relationship with every person and being able to mix and match? Because I think the best, like, when you say legendary, people think of who dominated the game in a way, but who also made it fun to watch. And I think when I say fun to watch, we're talking about, the changing of alliances constantly. Because that's fun, right? That's fun for the audience. Yeah. And I think Carson's doing a really good job at that. So I think if he was to win, this could be the best game we've seen in a long... Like, obviously, since Tony. And then before that, maybe, like, early 30s, you know? Jeremy Collins? Yeah, Jeremy. Great game. Yeah. Legendary fire. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, having, having uh, those... I think, I think the social relationships, that's the only way you can play a big game anymore. You can't have all these idol hunting and do all this stuff because once you don't have that, that safety, you'll get voted out. Whereas Carson yeah. doesn't need all that stuff. He can just rely on his social bonds to, to get through votes and, and dictate the game. Yeah. The, my, my only issue with that is even if Carson did make it to the end and even if Carson did win because of this scared era of Survivor that we're in, I'm loving that, by the way, this scared era of Survivor that we're in, I still don't think we're going to think twice about it in two years' time, three years' time, I'm not going to see him as a legend unless he comes back and kicks ass another time. I just... They're all running into each other. All these seasons are running into each other. Even if Carson does make it to the end, I just can't promise he's going to be legendary. Well, that's 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 a good point. But, like, do, yeah. do, you, do you take anything away from Kim, Kim Spradlin for winning such a horrible casted season with, with people who had no idea 
that you want to take away from, let's say, if Carson wins? No, I, I can't. Away. I can't. I, I can't. She is, that, that is the legend in my mind. As soon as you brought up legends, that was who I thought of. Yeah, but she, she Her, had played in one of the worst seasons ever. And if, you, if you're going to yeah. take that away from Carson for the same reasons, you know, you can't really have it both ways. Well, I, I guess maybe she he not, might not be a legend now. Maybe in a few more years, the, after possibly a rewatch, he might become that legend. He like we might have another uh, who's the best winner. He makes it into the top five, becomes a legend that way. Yeah, I'm just I'm just so worried that all these seasons are running into each other. They're just they're the same. It's the same shit. It's the, this has been the same shit for the last two years. Yeah, it's something that's not going to be. I'm worried that this is going to take away if he does make it to the end and he does win this season. I'm just worried. It's because of this scared error of Survivor. It's gonna, it's gonna keep him from that legendary status. Yeah, just because of this error, not the season itself, the error. I do, I do feel you, but at the same time, legends tend to grow over time. And if we, if we look back at say the first five years of the forties, and and if it, if it eventually changes back to better Survivor, we might look at him as like. The best winner of that era, so that might yeah. elevate him a bit more. No, d- no, definitely. I completely get what you're saying there. Um, he, if he, if he does win, he's definitely the best winner we've had in the 40s so far. Yeah, and um, yeah, you're right. Legends they they come up over time. After Sandra and Cook Island, you wouldn't have called her a legend, would you? No, not at all. Even even after uh, Heroes versus Villains, like she was the first two time winner. Yeah, like you still like you, you like you wouldn't have called her the legend that she is to this day. No, I think I think generally most legends need more than one season. I think Kim was a yeah. pretty rare anomaly. Like, there's not many yeah. others you could say who won one season and were a legend. Whereas when she came yeah. back, even that was a good showing. I think she came seventh, maybe at Winners at War. So, yeah, or well, she did. She did really well. She she was the best yeah. out of the poker once. It, it <laughs> that was non-existent. Um, it didn't diminish her legend, I guess. Whereas some players no. come back and and they become worse, and you probably think less of them. But if if no. Carson was to come back in a returnee season and do well again, I think that would cement himself as a as a very good high echelon player. Oh, definitely, definitely. Okay, well, but let's get back to the episode. Sorry, he's still he, got to win. This one. He hasn't won is yet. He, is he? He hasn't won yet. No. <laughs> is is he just going to turn into another Ricard? I, I, I don't see him winning, to be honest, but I hope that... Another Jesse? Yeah, I, I could see him, like, yeah, the fourth or fifth or, you know. Yeah, okay. So getting back getting back to this game, your favourite player, Jamie. Your hey. winner your winner pick your winner pick at the moment, or well, it has been for the few weeks. I'm not sure if she's still your winner pick anymore. But she's not, she's, she's not having a great run, mate. Like, not only was she... Did she have a fake idol... But then she loses the fake idol when Kane gets voted out. Mm. And then no one believes her when she's telling the truth that she's lost the fake idol. Yeah. It was, it was a fun episode for Jamie. It was just everything was going wrong. Nobody, it's like the boy who cried rule almost. Like, you know, when liars tell the truth, they can't be trusted. And um, she obviously doesn't have enough agency and, and trust in people to... Just say it how it is and people to believe her. But I think yeah. the thing was that I thought, they, these people have not seen 43, where all the idol shenanigans happened with Jesse getting two idols given to him. So yeah. so passing off an idol is not a strategy they've thought of yet and they haven't seen it. So this, to yeah. them, would not make a whole lot of sense. So I can understand why no one believed it. 
Nah, you're right. And is the strategy from now on telling the person you give the idol to, if for some reason you get voted out with this, please mention it, mention and show it that you're yeah. leaving with her idol? Wave it That's the strategy from now on? Yeah. Yeah, I guess oh, so. But you, you got me, guys. Oh, yeah. I'm taking Jamie's idol with me. Yeah, but, I mean, Jamie sort of, at, at the Tribal Council, she tried to get a reaction out of Kane, like, oh, and Kane went home with my idol, and they sort of panned to Kane, and he's, like, deadpan face. And I'm like, he could have at least nodded or something, but he obviously does not uh, care for her. No, 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 he can't, because he's because he's on the jury. Oh, They're not allowed to show head. expression. Yeah, you, you're, you're not allowed. You, you, you can nod your head, but he could have got in trouble from that. He would have got in trouble what, from that what if is he wanted to What does in trouble mean? What does in trouble mean? They're not going to kick him off the jury. Oh, yeah, you know, I guess you're right. There's the rumour. Like, it, it's better, better, better to say, uh, better to be, um, uh, easier to ask for forgiveness than permission. 100%. And, I mean, it's come back to Australian Survivor in Blood vs. Water. There's a whole rumour about um, when 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 Sam stole Jesse's idol and then Jordan was, or well, someone was on the jury and they... they Oh, yeah. Two fingers up. She's got two idols or whatnot. I can't remember exactly what it was. That was know. that wasn't a rumor. That genuinely well, happened. That happened. <laughs> Jordan yeah. fucked that up, mate. <laughs> Did they kick him off the jury? No. No. Oh so man, Kane, that if, if Kane cared for Jamie, he could have like helped her out, but he obviously doesn't. So yeah. that's on Jamie as well. Um, look, I think it was in her best interest to get rid of this fake idol. Like they were going to try and flush it eventually, and it wouldn't have worked to save her. So not having it, whether or not they believe her or not. It might be in her best interest not to believe, like, for them not to believe her, because if 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 they think she has it, then as the numbers get smaller, you can't split a vote easily now, so they might not be able to flush it. So she might just be like um, implicit immunity if they think she has it. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. We are getting sort of that point. It's going to be very hard to split between anyone. How do you split? It's in a um, you, you almost uh, three three one. That's no, about I, it. I, that's all you <laughs> I understand the math behind it, but you can't, with the players in the game, like, she's going to vote for someone, right? And she's not going to be on half a split against herself. So once you, once you split a vote, you only need two people to, to swap to make the new majority, really. So I, it's it's almost impossible at this stage. I can see Jamie still winning the game. She's still my winner pick, and I think this implicit immunity could send her right to the top. Yeah. Okay. I completely disagree. I don't see her winning. <laughs> if she wins... um. Yeah, good on you, man. You had it over me. I don't see it at all. I do like the ding-ding. I do see that as an edit to read, but we haven't heard much of that lately. So, MVP, baby. MVP. <laughs> uh, I, do, I, do, I do want to say, like, was there a better way to bring this up? No, there was not. There's No one's going to trust you in this era. No one believes anyone over anything, and if it's even even if they did believe her, they're still gonna say not that um, they don't believe her because it's in their best interest to keep the target on her back. It's a yeah. lose lose situation for Jamie, and it has been since Matthew let her find it earlier. Absolutely, it's it's not in anyone's like. Why would you want to believe her, really? Because. Like, it's just got the power of the idol. Like, you, oh, it went home with Kane. Yeah, sure. Like, what? It doesn't, it doesn't track with anyone to say, oh, I, I'm, I believe that's true. Like, it, why would you want to believe that? So, yeah, it, it was, it was just a tough situation, really. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Okay, so let's let's bring it back to the reward challenge. We, as we talked about earlier, we haven't seen many of these this season, or just in general. Is like Franny gets voted out after winning it. Her choice to take Carolyn 
Lauren and Heidi seemed like a good one at the time. It came with a great excuse. Uh, mothers hearing from their family. Was there a better move here for her? Was there something that might have kept her safe? Might have got her through what were what, what we watched? No, I don't think so. Honestly, like the people she left behind, like it wouldn't have made a difference. That they were coming for her regardless. Like everyone seemed to be happy with that. She's a challenge beast. Danny was the one sort of leading the charge, I guess. And I so like, could have could she have say brought Danny? Yeah, like, like Heidi, Heidi. I feel if Danny and Franny were on the same side, Heidi would have followed them. So, so let's let's yeah. let's exchange Heidi for Danny. Lauren, not really in her court. Yeah, Caroline definitely because number one, like the, she's building that relationship. If yeah. we flip out Heidi for Danny, and we flip out. Lauren for say a Yamian or a Castle, either one, possibly Yamian. Yeah, so J- uh, Jam Jam, Danny, Caroline, herself. Yeah. Carson, Carson's gonna go with Jam Jam and Caroline. Like, I would have, that could have been a move for me. But I'm not saying that would have saved it, I'm just saying it could have been no. a better option. I feel like the people back at camp would have had the same conversation. Oh, Franny won another one. We've got to get rid of Franny. And it's, it doesn't take much for that to sort of spread throughout the tribe. Like, I think it's a lose-lose situation. And honestly, the, the best decision that she could have made was to not win the challenge. If you let someone else win it, you might get chosen. Half the tribe gets chosen, right? And if not, just forego the tacos. Like, you don't need... Like, it, it, obviously, it's great to win and get some sustenance, but it's always a shit spot to be the one choosing to go. You'd rather get chosen because nothing's on your hands. So maybe don't win the challenge. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. That's, 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 that's the answer. That's, that's the, the answer. Honestly. You, that's you, the strategy. Don't win. And, and you know, you might miss out on some virgin margaritas. What the hell is a virgin margarita? Are you kidding me? Salt and lemon? Like this is a horrible drink without the alcohol. Um, but you know, I've, 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 I've had that. virgin margaritas, mate. They are good. They are so nice. Are <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm a big margarita fan. I'll have it with tequila. I'll have it without. It's still awesome because you got that orange, like the orange from the Quattro. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's nice. Hold it's, on, hold on. it's nice, mate. There's no Quattro because that's also alcoholic, isn't it? Yeah, but so, but you got that orange taste. So it's not just, it's not just lime juice and salt. Oh, that's where I thought it was. There's, there's multiple, there's, there's, there's other, there's other tastes, like there's other, okay. other shit in there. Anyway. So it's it, it is nice. Like it's it's a very citrus. It's pretty much a mixture of three citruses. Yeah. So yeah. very sour, nice. Salt cuts it. It's gorgeous, mate. Not you got to you got to get out there. Try try a mocktail, mate. Sounds horrible. <laughs> okay. Anyway, let's. Um, I've got to give props to Danny. After this being run, uh, like this run of men being voted out, even Franny, who's the challenge beast, being voted out. He still seems to have been able to put his head down after his big move, like the yeah. Sam of Franny. He's been able to put his head down. However, <laughs> I am loving Danny Jump between a great player and a horrible player. Mac, in this new era, with yourself and I being alliance partners, if I come to you with a plan and use the words, I don't need your vote, what's your reaction going to be? Yeah, it was a bit of an interesting conversation between him and Heidi. 
Personally, I respond to that sort of person who's just blunt. Tell me how it is. Cool, cool, cool. If I'm Heidi, I'm just asking, okay, well, who are the votes you have? What are the numbers? Just to clarify that. And I'm sure that happened. And I'm sure Danny told Heidi, hey, I don't need you because I have these other people. Get on board. I'd yeah. rather that transparency and that honesty and that bluntness than someone saying, oh, like, come on, like, just give me the facts. That's how I operate, and that's that's what I respond to. But everyone is different. And then, so for Danny, he has to understand how to talk to people. And from what I can tell, he talks to everyone the same way, which is bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, I'm not going to tell my mum, if my mum was my alliance partner, I don't need your vote because she's going to get offended by that. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. You have, to know, you have to know your audience. And I do think Heidi being, what is she, some sort of Latino type person, these sort of yeah. cultures, because you know, I'm, I'm a, I've got an Italian background, generally like to be spoken to that way. They like the directness. They don't want to beat around the bush and, and you know, and not be forthcoming with what's actually happening. So I do think Heidi probably does respond to that well because of just her background. I'm just I'm making yeah. a huge assumption, but that's from what I know of these type of people, that's how they like to be spoken to. And that's how they talk to other people as well. Yeah, yeah. I guess Heidi did come out of that not pissed off with Danny, just confused with the vote. Yeah, so maybe so, she's yeah, no, yeah. who's, who's, who the numbers actually are, which is, you know, that's on her, but she's got to ask, okay, well, who are the numbers, Danny? We, you know, we're number one, it's with each other. You've got to tell me the information. Either way, this conversation with Danny brings the girls to wonder about Heidi. And decide to voke her out. This is fucking Soka versus bloody Soka. Um, <laughs> Caroline, not knowing the plan, being lied to by her two closest allies, makes her think that everyone's doing something funny. Every, something funny is going on with Heidi, even though Heidi's literally telling the truth to her. Two weeks ago, I would have classed Heidi as a zero vote finalist. But I think Carson might be correct because she seems to be working with, but around her allies quite well. Not enough that people haven't sussed it out or noticed it, but she hasn't really been targeted for this till now. And I'm actually starting to sort of think she's still playing a horrible game. No, it's, it's not bad. It's not bad. And, you know, if you put her with other people, it probably looks better. But I think she's sort of doing what Carson and Jam Jam are sort of doing, and sort of mixing with everyone. But she's doing yeah. it not as good as those two, I guess. So she's probably like not seen as this oh, massive threat because, you know, like other people are doing it better. This is for the viewer, I'm saying. We don't see her that way because we see other people doing it much better. So she's she's playing a decent game. Um, will it catch up with her? I'm not so sure because, like you said, she's not that threatening. Like, I would have also penned her in as a zero-vote finalist if she got there, but she's got this idol as well. So if she can play that at the right time, she can build a bit of a resume in terms of, like, knowing where things are, like, where the, where the votes have been going and, and then playing this idol, but... I mean, at the same time, she also voted for Danny. So she might be yeah. sort of chatting with everyone, but is she getting all the information? Yeah. I, do, I do want to say hats off to keeping her voting for Danny because that has really sort of given her no one. Like she's she's left on her own now. Voting her closest ally. It's, it? it's, not, it's not a bad thing to come out of this week. Carson and, and Yam Yam have done well. Yeah, well, that's like, so she's obviously, she'll come across as, okay, she's not with Danny 100%, so maybe other people are keen to work with her. But at the same time, like, Danny says, hey, I'm voting for Franny, and everyone's voting for Franny, get on board. Like, why wouldn't you get on board? Yeah, why wouldn't yeah, you do that? I don't, I don't really understand it from her, her, her point of view. Oh, yeah, unless this is the last conversation she had with anyone, I feel, yeah, it's sort of, it's, she, she sort of stuffed it a little bit here. 
Um, could you say she's in a precarious situation there, sir? Yeah, I get, but, uh, probably not. She's not the next target, I don't think. <laughs> no, I wanted to. I wanted to sort of segue off a little bit. Um, so we've heard the word in Survivor. We've heard precarious a lot. It's a word loved by hosts. It's a word loved by players. Are you hearing dwindling as much as I am lately? Uh, not that I've noticed. Um, oh, the, the Soka numbers are dwindling. Oh, the Ratu numbers are dwindling. Oh, all our numbers are dwindling there, Jeff. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's the name of the game. The numbers are going to get smaller and smaller. And rather than say smaller and smaller, dwindling is another word to articulate yourself and just to say, um, I don't yeah. know, I haven't noticed it maybe as much as you have. Okay, okay. Well, maybe that's just me, just with all the rewatching that I do. But yeah. I, 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 it, it was only Lauren that said it in this episode. But I've just picked it up a lot over these last few weeks that everyone says that it's dwindling, I'll, and I'll it just sort of reminded me of yeah, it just reminded me of precarious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm in a precarious situation, so yeah. okay, all right, yeah, all right. Let's get to ranking Franny as a player, as a character, any memorable moments, and will she return? Just really quickly before we get onto that, um, I just thought, call it a max moment of the week, which is the, the comedy part of the week. When Franny gets voted out, it sort of cuts over to Matt on the jury, and the look on his face was a pure disgust. And I, I think what was going through his head like, can I date this person who only came seventh? You are such a oh. loser. We are over. That's what, it, that's what came through my head. The look on his face was classic. He's like, what a, what a fucking loser. Um, yeah. That's he not like, <laughs> he wasn't happy, and then and then Franny's like, "Oh, I've got your belt, Caroline." <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah no, it was it was a good. Funny. She 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 did well. <laughs> he did well. Everything was good. Yeah. Um, okay, uh, talking about that. Talking about that. Uh, you you heard an exit interview. Is Caroline and Matt still together? Is it official? Uh, Franny and Matt. Well, I mean, I, Franny and Matt. Sorry, Franny and Matt. Yeah, she didn't say anything in her interview, but Matt did. So was that a couple of weeks ago? That was. Oh, okay. So I assume so, yeah. yeah. Or that more, maybe all the pressures got to them. Perhaps. And so uh, they've split up in the last few weeks. <laughs> that potentially has happened, yes. Uh, all right. Anyway, as a as a player, look, I saw pros and cons to Franny. Hit me with them. Okay. The pros, <laughs> good at challenges. Great on that one-on-one connection. Yeah. <laughs> Cons, um, maybe not as good with the overall connection, the chopping and changing, having lots of friends. Um, she, she see uh, another pro. She seemed to pick up on the Tika three being in the center and why it wasn't anyone aimed at. She obviously didn't bring that up again this week. What are, what are your thoughts on Franny as a player? Yeah, I, I thought she was like pretty good overall. Um, She's like the typical like nerdy girl, but also had the physical stuff to her. Like, and we see them always do fairly well because um, yeah, they're strategic. They got a bit of everything. I think socially, maybe she wasn't as good as we thought. Like, like you said, she couldn't really mix and match with other people. Like, she had her number ones and twos, and that and that was sort of it. Um, like we, yeah, she, in a in an interview, she's like, oh, you mean me and Danny didn't really get on. So it's like, well, that's pretty bad. You're with him literally the whole game, but he also played an idol on you. So how bad was it? Yeah. Like. So she's had a bit of bit of everything. Um, yeah, like pros, good at challenges. Cons, good at challenges. So that's <laughs> what, what got rid of her. Um, yeah, yeah, like I didn't mind her as a character either. I didn't, like early on, didn't really love her. And everyone was like, how good's Fanny? I'm like, yeah, she's all right. But then like, as as it went on, I did start to enjoy her a bit more. Um, 
So yeah, overall, so, solid survivor player. Yeah, no, definitely. Look, yeah, as a character, I liked her. She she was enjoyable. She had good confessional. Very very enthusiastic, which I think everyone is these days. Yeah. There's uh, there's no real there's no real Simon moments. Uh, this day sucks. <laughs> it's all <laughs> everyone's enthusiastic about everything at all the time, even when that's bad. Yeah, if you want um, enthusiasm, go listen to the, the exit interview. She's she's super, um, like you said, enthusiastic. She's a lot more vibrant in the interview than she came across on TV for sure. Oh, there you go. Yeah, I was, okay. I was, it's very oh. interesting to note that. She was a lot more like excitable and, and more fun, definitely. Okay, cool. Well, I'll, I'm definitely going to listen to that after this then. I've yeah. got nothing else to do. Uh, okay, memorable moment. It's got to be just Matt and Franny, isn't it? <laughs> Matt and Franny. Matty. Matt, Manny or, or Fratty or, or Frank and oh, or whatever. whatever Frat. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't know what this. Yeah, um, yeah. No, I I agree. And uh, will she return? Oh, she I wouldn't. If, like if, a... if, if if I saw her again, I wouldn't be surprised. No, no, I would not be surprised. I think without Matt, she might have a better run at it. I think Matt might have sort of fallen chained her a bit, like held her back uh, from doing what maybe what she wanted. She might have sort of focused too much time on Matt early on and didn't build those bigger relationships. So perhaps in a new season, yeah, she would probably do all right. And yeah, if she did come back, I probably I wouldn't be disappointed. I wouldn't really be surprised. She'd be the type of player that, yeah, you might bring him back from this sort of era. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. Okay, um, let's move on to Buckles Buff of the episode. Right, uh, Buckles Buff. Hear me, hear me. Who's your buff to? I'm, I'm going back to back weeks for Carson. For Carson, Carson gets it again. Yep. So. He's in uh, every conversation, at, like, strategically. He won the immunity challenge. He votes correctly again. At the start of the episode, he gets Jamie on side, uh, telling him, telling her about um, uh, Kane told us about the idol, and he's sort of throwing Kane under the bus, and Kane can't defend himself. So he's getting Jamie on side. He notices that Franny and Carolyn are getting too close, and he's like, I don't want that. I want Carolyn for me, so I'm getting rid of Franny. He's sort of... It's sort of Danny's plan, but he's the one that sort of, I guess... Gives it the green light. Um, yeah. So, yeah. Just well, he makes, he makes it work. I don't think yeah. Danny could have made it work. Yeah, that's the thing. Carson has all the power, and he's, and he's again, wielded the power to get out the person he wanted, which suits him the best. And I just think he's just... <coughs> he's having a great season, and he deserves another buff. And, uh, yeah, this week was he was the best player, okay. no doubt. Yeah, well, good on you, Carson. You got your second buff. Two weeks in a row from Mac. Unfortunately, I'm not giving mine to Carson. Ooh. I disagree... With this move for him and Yamian, completely. Like I know that you you think it like good challenge beast out. Yay! I think it only really helps Danny this week. I think Danny is the only person that gets anything out of this. Danny brought up the move. Um, he might not have been able to make it work by himself, but he was with people and he organised people that could make it work for him. He obviously sort of. I'm I'm not completely happy with how he talked to Heidi, but I. Again, could be a little bit wrong about that. I just... The only thing I think this was good for was Danny. I think this is going to ruin Carson and Jam and Jam Jam's game. I genuinely do. I think this is what's going to stop the Tika 3 from getting to the end. This Franny vote. So, I have to give mine to Danny. Yeah, I can, I can see that. And I appreciate a point of difference. Yeah, I, it's hard to argue. But, yeah, I, I do think Carson... Mate, there, but, mate yeah. if you didn't appreciate point of difference, what the fuck are we doing here? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, good call. Okay, nah, awesome. Okay, well, let's go to the leaderboard. 
So we had Matthew and Josh. They both left on one. Lauren's on one still. Carson moves up to two to join Heidi on two. Kane left on three. Um, he's there with Caroline. Danny moves up to an outright second place on four. And yeah, ma'am, uh, Jam Jam's still on five. Okay, our leader. Yeah, it's, it's people up the top there. Still anyone's chance to win. So yeah. what have we got? How many episodes left? Like three, maybe? Yeah, it's in, in theory, three. So two and, a, two and a big one. Six more, unless we decide to get a guest or something. Yeah, we could have a guest for the finale or something. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? We'll we'll make a decision. Okay. Anyway, that's where we end up. So I I think it would be interesting, me eventually possibly giving Carson a buff because of how I was talking about him at the start of the season. And then I just sort of <laughs> give him so a buck at the end. Is that why he's not getting I was, I, I, I was at the start of the season, and I do see holes in his gameplay, but at the same time, he is a fantastic player, and he's definitely the best one in the season, strategically. So you tell me you're just being stubborn because you said he was shit. Possibly. You don't, you, don't to, you don't want to change your mind on that. <laughs> possibly, possibly. But then again, I, I gave Sam props. Yeah, that <laughs> is Australia true. If you give Sam Webber buff, anyone can get a buff from you. Yeah. Did, no, I, didn't you give Sam Webber? You gave Sam. Oh, no, well, I no, did I? Oh, yeah. I think I just I just gave him a um, congratulations. Like you did well. For the listeners who don't know what we're talking about, go back and listen to all of our coverage of... Heroes, Villains, Australia, and you'll understand this context of the conversation. <laughs> and how much I love Sam Webb <laughs> and mateship. I'm a big fan. Okay. Anyway, guy. Okay, Mac, let's wrap this up. We're probably, this has probably been one of our longer ones for American Survivor. I'm not sure what the time is. It's all right. Uh, yeah, mate, it's been fun. What do you got going on? As always. Uh, yeah, not a heap on this weekend. Got soccer today. I've got the Sydney Derby tonight, elimination final, CDFC versus the Wanderers. Go to the, go the, the Sky Blues. Uh, and that's about my whole weekend. Uh, actually, Dad's oh, birthday tomorrow, out for lunch. And yeah, it's, it's pretty cruisy. Nice, nice weekend, sunny day. Should be good. What do you got, what, what, what do you got going on? Mate, mate, I'm glad we got Survivor because otherwise your whole weekend would just be soccer, 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 soccer. <laughs> this is my whole life, Buckle. This is, this is, the whole life. this is what we do. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Okay. Um, what have I got going on? I'm still up on the Gold Coast. Went and saw Jimmy Carr last night. It was awesome. Um, Absolute legend, funny, funny motherfucker. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I'm probably gonna not do a whole lot for the rest of the weekend. We got a bit of shit to get ready for the godson coming. Um, then I drive home, so I'll drive home either tomorrow or Monday, depending on when I feel like heading back. Yeah, fair. <laughs> yeah, now I get to catch up with a few mates on the way back. Mates just bought a cafe, so I'll pop in there, and that's just pretty much cafe. it. Dude, yeah. bloody in uh, what is it, Brunswick Heads or some something? Awesome. Shout out to I don't know what the name is, but yeah, <laughs> good plug. <laughs> good plug. If you're in Brunswick Heads. Uh, go to one of the cafes there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Go to one of them. <laughs> um, okay, all right, everyone, tell a friend about us. Get us on Facebook with Survivor Buffs, Blindsides, and Banter. Get us on Instagram at Survivor underscore three BS. Get us at, on Twitter at Survivor three BS. Let's get it going. Let's get it going, and let's going, see you next week. It's it's yeah. already going, mate. Let's keep it pumping. <laughs> keep it pumping. Keep it pumping. These numbers are getting good, guys. These numbers are getting good. Tell a friend. Let's pump them up. All right. See you guys. All right. Thanks, Buckles. See you next week, guys. Bye. Is this Survivor?
a survivor? Guys, I think this is survivor. Dude, you must really like survivor. 